When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. It's The Sick Podcast. I'm Maradero. He's Sean Starr. We are a little bit upset today because it wasn't our best weekend for picks. <laughs> and we're real, we're more than a little upset. Let's be honest here, Sean. We have a lot of pride. We're not happy the way the weekend's games went. You know what? Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy. I'm, I'm not upset. I'm going to tell you why I'm not upset. You know, what, you know what pisses people off? You know what upsets people? You get people angry with you when you go three and three, when you go 500 down the middle. You know what gamblers want? Gamblers want 100% certainty. I was 100% terrible. 100% terrible. So every pick you went against me, you were 100% a winner. It's as good as giving you six for six. Going 0 for six is as good as six for six because you know you're bad. It's 100% bad. There's no, there's no ties. And that's what yeah. I like about it. And I promise I will be better. It's a nice way of looking at it, but uh, you know what? It, we, we have to be better. We have another choice or else we're going to get fired. Let's be honest here. All right, okay. Uh, moving right along, let's start with what happened last night in Monday Night Football. It was the LA Rams at the Tampa Bay Bucks, and it was the Rams beating the Bucks by three in a game in which Tom Brady was picked off twice, once when the score was 17-17 in the 13th quarter, and once with less than two minutes to go in the football game. It wasn't his best game. Sean, it wasn't the only game that has been his best game because as much as he's had good games, he's had bad games. He has, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look out of sorts. You watch Tom Brady. He's already surpassed his uh, total interception total from a year ago with what he's done already. It wasn't a great performance by Tom Brady on Monday Night Football. And on the flip side of that equation, Jared Goff has emerged. The L.A. Rams have emerged. They beat Seattle last week. They followed that up with a primetime win on the road in Tampa Bay. But everybody's talking about Tom Terrific. Everyone's wondering what's going on with Tom. I think I know what's going on with Tom. I don't think he regrets leaving New England. But ultimately, it isn't as progressive as he thought it was going to be. He thought maybe with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans that it was going to be really fast and really lethal. And Bruce Arians was a quick-thinking, modernized kind of coach, and he was going to benefit from that immediately. Well, it's not really happening. I think they're force-feeding the ball to too many different people. They did it with Rob Gronkowski when they introduced him to the offense. Chris Godwin's banged up. Mike Evans is banged up. They're still trying to integrate them into the offense. And what did they do uh, on Monday night? How many times did they target Antonio Brown? Like, I understand they're trying to get Brown into the mix offensively, but let's relax for a second. You don't have to force feed him the ball all the time. And that, and, and, and to that end, that second interception, Tony, that Tom, that Tom Brady threw in that ball game. Oh my God. What yeah. the hell was that? That was, that was Tim Tebow bad. That was awful. Nobody in sight. Nobody in sight. And look, Sean, the offense is not in sync. Long story short, the offense, he didn't have one completion that surpassed 18 yards. He was picked off twice. The two times that he was picked off, there was like nobody in sight for his team. 
Those are throws he doesn't traditionally make. All right, so now they lose the game, and after the game, he heads straight to the locker room, which is maybe something you should do during COVID, but he doesn't do that when he wins the games. And earlier this morning, Shannon Sharp has called him out saying, hey, Tom Brady, Jared Goff is looking for you. You're a sore loser. Every time you lose, you never shake hands. Every time you win, you shake hands with everyone in sight. Yeah, and, and that's who Tom is. It's really off-putting, to be honest with you, because he has this, like, pristine image, right? Like, oh, he's so good-looking. He has such a life. I wish I wish I could be born like Tom Brady and have everything he has. Tom Brady's a sourpuss baby. Let's just call it like we see it. He did it to Nick Foles, and Nick Foles beat him in the Super Bowl. He snubbed him. And what did he do to Jared Goff, the guy he beat in the Super Bowl? Snubbed him again. Why? Because he lost in primetime, Tom? I mean, grow a pair, man. Be, be serious. Everyone looks at you and wonders why exactly. And here we are talking about this. Here we are talking about Tom Brady losing yeah. a game, not shaking hands. And we're wondering, what if, the, what, if this, what if the shoe was on the other foot? What if it was another quarterback, for example? What if it was Baker Mayfield? What do you think we would talk be, we'd be talking about right now? It'd be embarrassing. Yeah. Tom Brady, it's embarrassing behavior, Tony. Let's be honest. But, but here's the deal, all right? This is, it's, it's Brady, it's Belichick, it's a New England Patriots thing, all right? They were entitled, they won, they were huge winners, uh, they did everything in their power to win. Some, some would say they maybe did, even they went outside the limits to actually win, and when they lose, they're not happy about it. Belichick pouts, Brady pouts, but I'm going to tell you this, if this is the thing that people hate the most about Brady, that he's a sore loser, I'm okay with it. I'm all for etiquette in sport. I'm all for respect, especially in amateur sports. This is not amateur sports. I'm all for it in individual sports like golf and like tennis, where etiquette and respect is everything. Not to say that it's not in team sports, Sean, but if this is the worst, the fact that he's such a sore loser because he's such a good and big winner, I'm okay with it. And I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Well, I mean, it's, that's crazy to me. Like, like he to me, he's almost getting a free pass for this. Everything that's happened to Tom Brady in his career has been outstanding. And of course, there's obviously you know a lot of controversy around Tom Brady and what's happened with Deflategate and Spygate and how much they benefited and everything else. But ultimately, like I'm saying, like if this was any other quarterback, especially like if this were Cam Newton, if this were Cam Newton, this guy would be railroaded. Tom Brady's getting away for this. This is a big baby. He's and it, it's to me, it's. Almost a, almost a knock on this guy's career at this point. I don't want to see any other quarterback. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're taking a handshake way too seriously, you and Shannon Sharp. What's the story? Were you guys on the phone with each other last night, or what's just a handshake, man? He just shake every day at work. You don't shake my hand every day? Yeah, we're not in competition. We're not in competition. You know, this guy got embarrassed. He had a piss-poor game on Monday Night Football. He got embarrassed. This is a 43-year-old man acting like he's in peewee football here. All right, I'll talk to you about a guy who isn't 43 years old, and that's Joe Burrow because he's very young in his career, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, who's out with a torn ACL, torn MCL. There's some ligament damage, there's some structural damage. This guy's out for the entire season for sure. He has already told everyone his season is over via social media, but now the big question is, you have a franchise quarterback. You want to protect him, you want to insulate him. They weren't able to do it in year one. If they're not going to be much better in year two, do you risk bringing him back so that he tears his ACL again? Well, they are they are getting better. They are getting better. The Bengals, I mean, your point is well made in the sense that, you know, was it worth it 
to have the franchise quarterback that you coveted. You lost so many games last year because you really wanted LSU's Joe Burrow in your draft, and you got him. You got a franchise quarterback. And this guy's essentially been running for his life, but did you do enough? Did you do enough in the offseason um, and in the and in the weeks leading up through the NFL season to better make sure that you can protect this guy as much as you possibly could? And then, you know, in the first five weeks of the NFL season, they were right there amongst the worst in terms of pass rush and win rate. They were like 27th in the National Football League. But I think yeah. over the last five weeks, they've dropped back down. They're in the low 20s. I think they move up five or six spots. I think 22nd in that category. So their protection was getting a little bit better. They were starting some rookies on the offensive line and going with the future. And it was, it was a costly, costly mistake. But I can't sit here and tell you, Tony, that I would have done anything differently. You're a football player. When I, I can't wrap you in bubble wrap and protect you like, like a mama bear. I got to put you out there and there's risk. I get it, but I don't think I would have made a different decision, Tony. This is the sick podcast and you can listen to it on all social media platforms and follow our Instagram page at the sick podcast. He's Sean star. I'm Tony Marinero. About a week ago, you and I, Sean star, were on the same page for our NFL power rankings. I'm going to tell you right now, one week later, I bet you we are not. So I want to do this, but I want to start with, you want to start with number five or number one? What do you want to do here? You you tell me. I'll follow your lead. We are going to start with number five. Okay. Marinaro's number five pick in the power rankings, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks, who bounce back nice. and be a very good Arizona Cardinals team. The Seahawks are number five on my power rankings. How about you? Okay, so I didn't even have Seattle in my top five last week. Coming in at number five, they're dropping down from three from a week ago. Wow. The Green Bay Packers coming in at number five, Tony. Coming in at number five. That was, and, and look, I mean, yeah. they played well. I like Aaron Rodgers. They're healthy. I still yeah. like the Packers. I still like them. But that was that was a significant loss. That was a significant loss on Sunday to the Colts. I'm not putting anyone in my power rankings who lost at number four, making their way into my power rankings for the first ever time this season on the Sick Podcast. Yeah. LA Rams oh. who beat the Tampa Bay Bucks last night yeah. and beat the Seattle Seahawks the week before, who are who have a record of seven and three. The Rams are number four in my power rankings. I like that. I like that. That's there. That's there. The Rams are going to be a fun team to watch. They have two games against uh, Arizona. They got another game against Seattle and another game against San Francisco. It's going to be a fun team to watch. Coming in at number four for me, Tony. Yeah. This team is out. And I'm moving one team up. The Indianapolis Colts coming in at number four. One of the best defensive teams. I think the best tackling team in the National Football League today. That was a statement win over the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. They're the number four team. At number three, the team that won, despite not having their number one quarterback or their number two, the New Orleans Saints, who have now won, I believe, six in a row. The Saints were number three in my power rankings a week ago. A big win over the Falcons. They stay at number three. Okay, I'm with you there. Uh, Green Bay was my third team last week. New Orleans Leapfrogs, they take the number three spot. Who's your number two team? The Kansas City Chiefs, who just got by the Las Vegas Raiders on a late drive orchestrated by Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs are at number two. All right, so uh, I'm changing teams. Uh, You can't do that. that Not in that sense. In the football sense. The Pittsburgh Steelers coming in at number two. How can you do that? You had them at number one a week ago. 
I did. And they won. I did. And they were up for a nothing game yeah. and they covered. Yeah, they did. And then, you know, you laid the, you you took the 10 and a half points with Jacksonville. It didn't work for yep. you. I had a lot of picks that didn't work for me. But I wasn't uh, all that impressed that, yeah, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll get to our bottom five picks, I presume, in a yep. second. And we know where the Jaguars are there. But uh, the number one team, Tony, is the Kansas City Chiefs. That was a statement win. Patrick Mahomes, everybody does it again. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. I mean, Le'Veon Bell's in the mix, for Christ's sake. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football, the number one team. Let's go. Big Ben to Chase Claypool is 10 touchdown in 10 NFL games in what could have been a let-you-down game, and they could have looked ahead to the Baltimore Ravens on Thanksgiving Thursday. They yeah. didn't. The Steelers have a record of 10-0. and 0. They're perfect. I'm not taking them away from the number one slot. They've earned it. Very quickly, on the bottom five, the worst teams in the NFL are? Ready? I got the New York Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, Washington, and the L.A. Chargers. Uh, that's exactly what we had about a week ago. If memory serves me well, because the Giants just made the cut and uh, they were no longer in the bottom five. And I'm going to stick with those picks that you just said. All right. Now, looking ahead to Thanksgiving Thursday, three games on tap, as is the tradition, with a 12:30 game and a 4:30 game and an eight o'clock game. Who do you got? So the LA, uh, the uh, Houston Texans, one and a half, uh, one and a half point favorites. We've seen this line already move. Total 51 and a half playing at Detroit. I think the Lions are in shambles. I think Matt Patricia is one loss away from being fired. That is inevitable. It is coming. I think the Houston Texans starting to get a little bit better. Give me the Houston Texans to win on the road and cover, Tony. Patricia saves his job by winning on Thanksgiving Thursday in Detroit. On to game number two. Yeah, we got an uh, interesting game here. Uh, Washington, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. This line has uh, opened up at minus one and a half in favor of Dallas. It's already moved to three. I think the Cowboys starting to emerge. Ezekiel Elliott with his first 100-yard rushing game. Dallas yep. wins and covers. They won last week, like you said, with Elliott running the ball. I'm going to go with the Cowboys again to win a big game in front of their fans. They haven't given them much to be happy about this season. They will do so on Thanksgiving Thursday. Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh Steelers. Baltimore Ravens are ravaged with COVID. Maybe yep. not ravaged, just a couple. They've been doing uh, video sessions and stuff like that. I don't like it. Give me the Steelers to remain undefeated. I, I might take the points in this one. It's already at four. But ultimately, big game and Lamar Jackson don't mix. Ravens are going to lose. He's Sean Starr. I'm Tony Marinero. You just listened and watched another edition of the Sick Podcast. Tell your friends about it because this podcast, I told you, it's sick. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 